Now we're live. Yay. Hey guys. Ooh. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hey. Hello. Uh, happy Hello. International Podcast Day, I guess. Is that what today happy. is? I saw no, that on today's Twitter. Reconciliation Day. It's yeah. an actual holiday. <laughs> I think it's only in Canada, though, because I don't think the States is doing it yet. It's only Canada because of our terrible Aboriginal roots and what we did to We fucked shit up here. pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, the States aren't uh, exactly clean when it comes to dealing with Native Americans either. To be, to be honest, there's no place on Earth that's clean when it comes to that. <laughs> really, yeah, so. yeah. Maybe one of those islands that's like uncharted and, and where they, they don't have any kind of uh, contact, you know, where they don't put them on maps. Yeah. yeah maybe where like soldiers get lost at sea and then don't realize that the war's been over for like 50 years or whatever, that sort of thing. Well, there's also those like islands that you hear about where there's like tribes on there where they just have no contact with the outside world. Yeah. And yet they still find out like what Coca-Cola is because of it's just yeah there's disgusting shit about that too but you're right it's not the same type of disgusting shit yes anyways it's fitting that we're doing a podcast on international podcast day i think that'll get us bonus mm -hmm. points in the running in the running for what uh best podcast in the world oh wow yep. i didn't realize yeah. we in the running for that yeah well we have been for like 11 or 12 years uh we're not doing too oh long. man when did we enter that race I first day I submitted us. I was like, go oh, big sure. or go home. Um, and I, I'm going to, I dropped the ball. We all did. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't told till now I and mean, I'll start trying now, I guess. Oh, thank God. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be fair, isn't the statistic something like most, like almost all podcasts, they don't get past like episode 35. I thought it was like episode 10. Yeah. 35 seems high even. <laughs> That's the number I had heard, but it wasn't from like an actual like factual source. It was another like, I think I heard this uh, statement. So it doesn't either surprise way, me. Either way. We're doing well in that front. I bet we're in the one percent of like podcast episode count numbers. Yeah, I would have. To yeah, I can believe right. that. Yeah, I don't know that many podcasts that have as many episodes as we do. Um, and then there's a lot of podcasts out there who doesn't have a podcast, right? Pretty um, much. In fact, we just launched another podcast. Uh, mm -hmm. Normally, One I would put this was not enough. No, nope, I would normally this would be a housekeeping thing, but I know most people don't listen to the end of these episodes. So I want to mention it now because it is fully funded. We did it. Uh, if you haven't seen our Twitter account or the Patreon recently, a couple things happened on the Patreon. One, we broke our the, the next funding goal that we'd be looking at for like I don't know, over a year at this point. Um, that was the $200 mark, which means we can now right. uh for the, um, for the TDP plus game, any price game, we can do full price titles. I've seen some people wanting to submit um, Balan Wonderland. Now that the reins are off. Why are you re telling them this? <laughs> <laughs> I do not agree with this decision that you have made. <laughs> Um, so thank you for us hitting that that funding goal. That's crazy. And then around the same time, we got to thinking, what if we talked into microphones more uh, specifically about movies and TV? And we set up a funding goal to hit uh, the launch of TVP, which is a new podcast coming to our patrons uh, 
I think the first episode, I'm going to put it up on Monday. We've already recorded it. Um, yep. And then going forward, it's going to be a bi-weekly show. I can't take, we can't take the credit for TVP. One of our community members came up with that name and I forget who it was. If you're in the chat, tell me and I'll, I'll say you that I'll give you the credit on air. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna talk about movies and TV shows. Uh, we've got some fun things planned. Paul, do you want to mention any of the fun things or do you want to leave them like a secret for now? What's, what are you, how are you feeling? Well, we already mentioned there's a Halloween special. We're doing a Halloween special one for, uh, for late October, which would be fun. Yeah. And uh, there's a bigger one planned for a month or two from now that I don't know that we might even hit, but we'll try. (laughs) We'll try to hit that one. I'm not sure which one you're talking about. Are we keeping stuff secret? Is that what I'm hearing from you, though? Well, no, I just didn't want to like that one's a big one. Okay, well, so we can I feel like let's, let's, you know, let's announce the ones that we, we have planned at the moment. Our first episode is about Nicolas Cage's Prisoners of the Ghost Land. Yeah. Um, so if you like uh, bad Nicolas Cage movies, you'll enjoy this podcast. And then we're going to do a Venom yeah. 2 podcast. Um, I just kind of got home from. Do you want to give us a, so. a quick tease of your, your thoughts? <sighs> oh, my God. What a fucking mess. I can't wait to talk about it. So it's the, <laughs> so it's like the first movie then. It's a bad movie. No, no it's good in the r- right ways, but it is really poorly written. I will say that. Holy okay. shit. That's some of that dialogue. <laughs> yeah i also just don't like venom's yeah. voice i know tom hardy's doing both the voices Ob- obviously he's doing his own voice um i just don't mm-hmm. like venom's voice it'd be funny if he wasn't actually. <laughs> it would be funny if he wasn't that's actually who they gave uh, it's me tom hardy yeah, they, gave, they gave that one to uh charles martinet because he didn't get Mario. <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah that movie is a beautiful mess okay i can't wait to talk about it all right um so yeah, th- that those episodes will be coming out every two weeks. However, based on when the funding goal was hit and everything, the first two episodes will be a week apart. But then expect them every two weeks uh, from there. And we right. got lots of plans with the show. The Discord will be getting some updates for stuff like that to get some community feedback in and um, you know submissions and stuff like that. So stay tuned. We're in a bit of a planning phase right now, but we're excited. And again, thank you everyone t- for uh, making TBP possible. Um, which is unofficially titled, you know, the television perspective, obviously, but that's not the official title because the official title is TVP. So that's an important distinction that you need to keep in your head at at all times and listening to the show. But when listening to both shows, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Cool. Well, uh, the only thing I also I wanted to say is that I am most of the way through season three of sex education. And that season is so fantastic. Oh my god, that season is some of the best TV of this year. It's so good. For sure. Like it is it is so good from like a number of seven, they're even doing like some cool like camera stuff w- with this season that I'm yeah. absolutely loving. Like they they upped their like lighting and cinematography game. Like this is going down as like an all-time great show for me. Um it is Where did you get to roughly? I think we just watched episode 6. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's like they went on the field trip. This is the episode after the field trip one. After. Okay. But the field trip one. Yeah. Some of the lighting in that one that that, that's what I was kind of thinking about with the cinematography. So cool at the gas station. That. (laughs) Yeah, true. That field trip episode is bonkers. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Anyway, 
Yeah. Uh, what have you guys been up to in the last week? Work and also our wedding anniversary was this week. Okay, which which nice. anniversary is this? The third anniversary. Yeah, is that like uh, paper or? Uh, I think we, we looked it up. I think it was actually paper. Oh, okay. I assumed paper was one of the like on a five. Third wedding anniversary, leather. It's leather. Whoa! So did you guys get each other some <laughs> leather gifts? No, we did not. Oh, okay. <laughs> well. Swing and a miss, I guess. The wedding anniversary flower apparently is sunflower. Personalized leather accessories. Thanks, Google. Hmm. That's exactly okay. what I wanted. Uh, we did get you, we did get you other cool stuff though. So uh, yeah, if you want to share it, go. Yeah, go. Reese got a new computer. She wow! Nice. Help pay for a bunch of it on it. And uh, Reese got me this cool, I haven't had a chance to really play around with this yet, a free write. So this I, is a portable uh, typing keyboard. Oh, nice. With a proper screen and everything. It's dedicated oh, to just typing. Uh, and you can hook it up to various uh, like internet connections. Just upload your stories online just for easy maintenance. I'm, I don't know what this is. It's a Bluetooth keyboard? No, like it's like a full blown like computer, but it's just oh. it's just dedicated for typing, so it's like super portable. Okay, so it's just for like writing like a story or or a note or something yeah. like that. I see. Okay, I've never heard of a free write. Yeah, this is the free write traveler. Like here we go. It's booting up here now. I don't know if you can see it because of the glare, but it's basically like one of those like LED screens, like what the like a Kindle does. That's a oh, okay, e-ink cool. screen. E-ink. Yep, that's the word. E-ink. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's super cool. I just, when I got this originally, I still, I had been getting ready for Rosajohn, so my nails were like super long, so I couldn't type on it because these are those like short keys, like a proper laptop key set. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, I can't type like this. So, But now I actually get to play around with this. And I'm excited to actually like hopefully make a bit more progress on writing stories and stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Just out of curiosity, and maybe you don't even know the answer because you kind of got as a gift. How much is a free write? Again, I've never heard of this product. Uh, they, there's a couple different models. This is the, the portable one, obviously. So this would make the most sense for me once travel picks back up again. Um, I'm trying to remember which these guys were. I think they were like 300. Wow, US. okay. So this is basically an electronic typewriter. Yeah, which yeah. I think kicks ass. That's exactly what I want. Cool. Yeah, it is dope. Right on. Especially because if it was just a laptop or something, you're going to get distracted and writing yeah. doesn't get done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's why sense. I wanted this. Yeah, currently the we got them. They're 25% off right now. So they are 450 normally 600 Wow. And that's that's Canadian wow. prices? U.S. You, wow. You could you could definitely get like a like a decent like Chromebook for that price. So. This is definitely yeah, some, but then, something that. But like I said, this is this thing is super compact, real tiny. Yeah, no, for sure. it is. It's is just like a, like a niche product. You're kind of you're paying. It is very much a niche the product, niche, but yeah. that it's a niche product that I appreciate. Cool. Yeah, it's real dope. Um, Paul, what did you get for uh, John's anniversary? The- oh, I uh, went to go see Venom. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? Well, but, but Thanks. I heard, Thanks, Paul. But the, Appreciate it. The, yeah, the fourth anniversary is the Venom anniversary, though. Oh, so what, damn it. What are you, you going to do next year? Well, You'll just double feature Venom 3 will be out by then. Who knows? Let's yeah, hope not. I hope so. I don't want there to be oh, an I annual so. Venom screening in my life. Oh, it'd be so good. You just said you weren't really into the second movie. <laughs> no, I really like this movie, but it's fucking terrible. It's a popcorn flick is what you're making it seem like. Yeah, it's very it's very akin to like what I would say comic book movies were before the MCU. Like so before they got good. Sense. No, the MCU is hit or miss, I think, because it's the same formula every time. Well, then that doesn't mean anything. Well, then what does that even mean? <laughs> it means that if you don't like a thing, then you're not go- in the MCU. You're not going to like it because the only draw is that character. The writing's all the same in every one of those. Which is, for better or worse, you know what you're going to get, but just what flavor of that you want. Okay. Whereas before that, it's all kind of garbage, but there's some treasure in there as well. Yeah, I mean, The Dark Knight was before MCU. It was. That's that's on top for me. All all three of those. The original X-Men Batman Begins was really good, too. The X-Men, I find hit or miss. But yeah, X-Men are definitely hit or miss for sure. And to be fair, like my favorite X-Men one was after the MCU had started. uh, You know, first class. So. Oh, yeah. I don't like any of those. Oh, first class is so basically after first class is fantastic. I I think X2 might have been like the last one I really liked for X-Men stuff. The rest of them are okay. So Logan. I like Logan. Yeah. Logan is one of the top notch just comic book movies ever you know if we're talking like t- out of anything i would put kick-ass up there um, oh yeah no i keep forgetting that's a comic book movie i love kick-ass i yeah. haven't re- revisited that movie in close to a decade so i don't know how it holds up but i was a huge fan of that yeah i was too i did revisit it and it hurt it a little bit so maybe don't <laughs> okay. it, it hurt it there's some things in there that you're just like oh yeah this is kind of bad <laughs> Scott Pilgrim would be up there for me. Scott Pilgrim's up there for me. Yeah, Uh, for sure. Oh, Dread in the chat. Fantastic movie. Yep. Dread is amazing. That's a good one. Okay. I'm going to just write down. I never got another entry. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently it did like pretty poorly (laughs) in theaters. Mm, Uh, I'm not surprised. That makes sense. Um, All right. Well, clearly this has to be a whole episode of TVP at some point. Um, I think it will be. But for now, let's do an episode of TDP. And now you get what the pun is in the movie podcast. Wow! Yeah. There you go. Oh, Put them shit. right side by side. Um, this is September 30th. And yep. this is the top-down perspective. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why the pause was there. Like, what were we expecting? Because well, I don't do the I don't do the pot I don't do the date first usually, so it threw off my whole cadence. <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah. and I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. Um, John, what have you been playing? Absolutely nothing. I've been busy with work all week and the anniversaries. Makes oh. sense. I've actually had a bunch of my stuff break on me lately, so that has been kind of fucking me over uh, on a couple things. Oh, no. My Wii U broke. Uh, my Xbox I'm recording with Jet Set Radio Future uh, has crashed on me a bunch of times and thrown a bunch of errors I don't recognize. So that's been a treat. <laughs> What's are you going to be able to fix them or do you have to like try and find a replacement? 
Uh, soldering is required for the Wii U, and uh, for, well, at least for now, I am using Reese's Wii U. What happened but to the, the Wii U? Uh, like, did you drop it? No. It's just whenever it boots up, it says the, the disk drive has an error, and I can't use it. Oh, man. So it turns out the only thing I could find online seems to think that uh, there's just like a random issue, like one of the capacitors or something fries, and you just have to resolder it. Are you going to do that? If I can find someone to help me do it in town. Oh, okay, I was going to say you should do like, that I, on I, I stream. That would be cool. I, I literally can't like get my saves off of it. It's It's a lost cause. Yeah, so it's just brick at the moment. Well, basically, that that would be some that would be a cool stream if you did that like live. Uh, yeah, but soldering is kind of dangerous if you don't know what you're doing, and I definitely <laughs> yeah. don't know what I'm doing with that. So I'd, I'd need someone who knows what they're doing to help. Sure. Yeah. True. Okay. Um. Well, then, uh, how about you, Paul? Uh, I finished up Kena, uh, Bridge of Spirits. I was I was pretty close to my guess before. I was about an hour and a half, two hours from the end. Uh, that final boss can suck my left nut because that is a hard fight. <laughs> that fight is ridiculous. Okay. Uh, just, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's something about the boss fights in that game that just feel way too hard for the difficulty setting I was on. I, was on I have level. heard that like it's a pretty kind of easy breezy game with just these randomly yep. difficult uh, battles in there that just make it that feel out of place. Yeah, the boss fights are cool. Uh, they take a bit to get, like, what you're going to do. And then just the execution of it also is quite difficult, uh, which makes it hard to... Re- so this is a game I wanted to almost be like, oh, I recommend this for people that maybe even don't play video games that much and just think, like, this is really pretty looking or, like, Pixar movies, that sort of thing. Uh, no, you have to play video games like somewhat to probably play this because those difficulty spikes are stupid in some so this spots. Is, this, is a, this is a game for gamers. Yeah, this is a gamers uh, game, and it's annoying because a lot of it's just because the tracking on the bosses specifically is completely broken. I don't know what the point of having a dodge mechanic in the game if it barely works for some moves that can one shot you essentially. Uh, yeah, that game, like, here's a tip from your old friend, Paul, if you're playing this game and you're having a difficult time, just fuck the dodge, dude. Like, use the shield and the parry for everything, because it, the everything is always locked on you that can do, like, damage to you. Don't, if you can, if you think you can dodge it, try, otherwise, make sure you hit that L1 button, like, all the time, and just take the hit with your shield or par- try to parry it, because... It it went way better for me once I stopped trying to actually dodge things and once I just, like, stood there, waited, and then hit the button to parry and just counterattack. Uh, they fixed the parry window, too. The parry window was completely broken for a little bit, and it was way too, way too tight, and now it just feels like a normal video game parry system. So it's better now. Uh, do that. Um... After that, I was kind of in a weird limbo because there's a whole bunch of things I want to play, but nothing I really want to start that's, like... I don't know, 60 hours or something. Even there's a lot of things I want to start this like 60 hours, but I just didn't want to go to any of them now. And I'm assuming uh, like you're 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 primarily looking at a uh, Metroid Dread. So you only have like a that, week. Well, that's the thing is that there's three Metroid, uh, not Metroidvania type games that I want to get to. 
but Metroid Dread is a week out. So like, I'm not going to start any of those. I'm not going to burn myself out sure. before the one <laughs> that I've been waiting for. Uh, so I went back to Monster Hunter Rise a bit because they are having that weird Mega Man crossover where you can get the Rush skin essentially for your Palamute. So I got that and it is absolutely fantastic. Uh, I'm so glad I went back to that game. That game is super, super fun. It still continues to be fun. There's news about the PC port coming out soon and how it's going to be 4K ready and uncapped uh, FPS and all that stuff. And all that sounds cool, but I really don't want to do all the grinding again. So I'm kind of hope a whole bunch of us are kind of holding out hope that maybe there's going to be cross save compatible something going on because there's rumors seeing, that um, there might be i didn't i didn't pull it as a news story but someone sent in that uh there's a some kind of capcom survey that mentions yeah or asks you if you would like cross progression so i guess fill out that survey yeah we're all holding out hope like everybody that plays that game because i think everybody is ready to go to a 60 plus frames per second just good time on pc uh it when that comes out but i don't think most of us want to redo everything again so i mean there's Probably the there's the, the homework everyone needs to go out and fill out that survey and ask for cross progression and while yeah. you're voting it's fat bear week and you should probably be voting on what your favorite fat bear is sure winnie the pooh probably right no these no, are the, actual bears these are real bears man <laughs> winnie the pooh was an actual bear at some point <laughs> still alive fat bears yeah god damn it there's always a catch. Um, and then a buddy was saying, hey, I'm going to play New World. Want to play with me? And I said, yeah. And I bought and installed that. So we've been playing that together. So you were like, ah, don't want to get into anything long. I'll just start an MMO. Yep. Yep. Okay. It's right. been how's, a good time. Uh, unlike Final Fantasy, it has the whole thing of I'm playing with somebody that's a friend of mine. And we're like having a good time chatting and playing it together. So it's got that going for it, which makes it automatically better than Final Fantasy right now. Also, my sub ran out on Final Fantasy and this is out. So I'm like, well, I guess I'll just leave it lapsed for now and I'll play this with my buddy for a while. This is the Amazon published one, right? This is the Amazon published one. Uh, The big thing that happened with this is that when we installed it, it was about one in the morning. We're like, hey, we should like meet up and play or whatever. So we took a while to find a server that wasn't overloaded, and then we did, and everything was cool. Then when we logged on the next day, the server that we chose was completely overloaded, so we started again on another server (laughs) that isn't completely overloaded. So I'm worried about the next time we log on to see if that one is broken, but that's kind of been that game's story, is that streamers have been making that of fucking not like just nonsense because they're all choosing different servers and every server has like up to 10,000 people waiting in queue. It's stupid. Massive. <laughs> yep. Massive multiplayer sort of thing. Uh, that's really all I've been doing though. I'm more of a massive action game kind of guy. Sure. Yep. Uh, okay. I've been playing tales of Arise. Have you heard yeah. the word of JRPGs? Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually on the last area. And um, so I'm nearing the end of that. And then there's some post game stuff that I'm sure I'll continue to, to wrap up and stuff. 
<clears throat> I don't know if I'll be playing it as hard, but I'm about 40 hours in. I suspect I have a couple hours left to get credits. Cool. This, ga- this game has been really good about not requiring any grinding. If you just kind of go through, if you do the side quests that pop up, you'll be pretty much like a pretty good level. And then you get to the last area and they're like, hey, everything is like 10 levels above you. You should probably grind. Which sucks. <laughs> um, and they un- open up a bunch of side quests right at the end there for you that you can't do or you you feasibly can't do them until post game because they're harder than the final area. So there's definitely stuff you should do afterwards level wise. So I can't even use the side quest to level up. All I'm here is like, look at all this content. And I'm just like, why? Why would you show me this now? I can't do any of this shit right now. Um, yeah. So it sucks because like because it's like it's an active time battle is you can fight enemies that are harder than you. You just got to be kind of like on the ball and whatnot. Uh, with like your dodging and your blocking and you can get through it. But what it results in is now all these enemies are just like huge damage sponges and I'm just running through all of my like healing items in a dungeon where I can't get more healing items unless there's like a chest or something. But I can't buy all that stuff. So I'm like muscling my way through this so that I don't go and grind so that it's it's a more of a fair fight. Just a bummer. (laughs) But I mean, I'm 40 hours in. It's not like I'm going to stop, but it's just weird. Like I felt like the game respected my time for 40 hours and then just decided not nah, go fuck yourself. And it's like, well, <laughs> what are you doing, man? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that standard for most Tales of games, though? Uh, You know, I don't quite remember. It has been a long time since I got this far into a Tales game. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm still trying to think because. Vesperia would have been the last one I got this far, and that was over a decade ago. So yeah, I don't, I don't quite remember. But anyway, that's Tales of Arise. Uh, hopefully, I'm done. I'll be finished with it uh, sometime this weekend. And that's all I've been playing. So let's do some cool. news. Uh, this first one's kind of a, a nice little story. Um, the voice actor and motion caption actor for Kratos in the God of War quasi reboot, you know, the 2018 God of War and and Ragnarok uh, basically came out uh, to say why Ragnarok had gotten uh, delayed. And it was because he was going through hip surgery and knee surgery and back surgery and whatnot. Um, And Sony Santa Monica delayed the game because of that and just didn't tell people that was why. Um, so they took all the flack for it. Um, cool. but it ended up being like a pretty nice reason why they didn't. It had nothing to do with making the game needing to avoid anything like that. Uh, it's just cause the, uh, the, the voice actor, they just wanted to make sure they didn't go He's, progress without him. Oh, it is Christopher judge. Okay. So it's yes. uh, just kind of cool because you see a lot of games getting delayed. You usually think, well, these days you think it's COVID related and you don't really know exactly why or whatever. Um, This was just kind of like a, oh, this is a totally good reason to delay your game and good on Sony Santa Monica for doing that. Um, And also like respecting his privacy and not saying, well, we have to do that because of this. Um, They just said, hey, we're delaying it. And then they took the obviously all the bad fan backlash of that. Um, But good for them. Yeah. Good story. I like this one. The game awards have been set for December 9th. 
Uh, it's going to be at an in-person event yeah. uh, for those that are attending it. But either way, um, Game Awards, I feel like each year we get bigger and bigger announcements. So, like, I'm looking forward to the Game Awards. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm in. I'm ready. Um, I believe this happened this morning. Uh, Sony, or PlayStation specifically, has acquired Bluepoint. Uh, for those of you who don't remember Bluepoint, they have been doing a lot of... They're, they're kind of like a second-party studio. Um, they did the Shadow of Colossus remake. They did the uh, uh, Demon Souls remake. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be real with you. I thought this wasn't news. I thought this was announced already. I didn't realize this. <laughs> I didn't realize they just got acquired. I yeah, thought this happened. Th- this reminded me of their last <laughs> acquisition, which was Insomniac, right? Well, like, well, <laughs> yeah, duh kind of situations. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, Insomniac. Also, like, oh, they didn't own them? Exactly. Oh. It's like a studio that <laughs> was only making exclusives anyway. Um, you know, you kind of contrast this to all of Microsoft's acquisitions. Those ones seem a little more kind of out of left field because they're buying full on yeah. third party studios. Sony yeah. is buying ones that they already kind of have two arms wrapped around and now they can wrap both their arms and their legs around them uh, as they absorb them into themselves. So um, along with this blue point announced that their next project they're working on is going to be original content. Uh, so, and, you know, not a remake, not a remastered and uh, PlayStation has also mentioned that they're not done with acquisitions yet. Uh, also not surprising. You okay. see Microsoft going out there buying studios. I'm sure Sony or PlayStation is, trying to keep up with that for sure this next news story is insane and i'm just going to read you the um the title of this thread david jaffe makes bizarre threat to sony in new video following following twisted metal snub quote i know where the bodies are buried you should have called what (laughs) oh wow this is actually quite long i just so this what we have is a link to reset era uh, but that has a link to like an article. Yes. And this is longer than I thought. So there, already. there's there's kind of two stories here. First off, the articles mentioned that I guess on Wednesday, sources were pointing that there's going to be a Twisted Metal revival by these developers behind Destruction All-Stars. Sure. Oh, that makes sense. OK, so I didn't yeah. really see that getting um, announced a lot around like on Twitter. So I'm not sure yeah. exactly how feasible that's actually going to be um sure regardless though when this news came out i guess david jaffe who if if you if people don't know he was the original creative director on the twisted metal i think on every twisted metal game that has come out um and he doesn't work on them anymore he's he's kind of part of games industry i guess he makes like paywalled youtube videos now of some sort i i don't i don't look at his youtube channel i'm not exactly. i know he is not held in the highest of regards at the moment He's kind of a piece of shit and um, an industry joke that's to a lot of people. the less nice way of saying it, yeah. So I yeah. guess on some of one of his videos where he was just kind of talking about this news, and that, that's what the, the majority of this article is, is kind of summing up some of the stuff he says is, I'll read you some of these quotes. It pisses me off a little, but that's the emotional side of me talking. And the truth of the matter is, look, they have a business to run. They're not thinking about me. And if they are, fuck it. I wouldn't change what I'm doing now, and I wouldn't change the way I'm doing it. Um, he seems... Uh, you know, uh, 
he seems like hopeful for it, uh, but a part of it is he's also upset. And then again, this one quote, I know things. I know where the bodies are buried. Hell, I know who pulled the trigger before they buried the fucking bodies. You should have called. <laughs> it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's super weird. <laughs> yeah, Here, let me I've, read you this other quote from Jeffy. Let's Please. say this, and I would never reveal these things, but let's just say that you're more on Sony if you think that a lot of your <laughs> meetings are unrecorded and unshared out in the world, because that's not the case, but I would never share that. <laughs> um, Fuck you, Sony. I would never come back to do anything with Twisted Metal unless dot dot dot. Yeah, this man Fuck seems a little unhinged. Jeffy. And these are yes. some wild quotes uh, that I could not ignore. So my favorite thing is the re- in reset era. Like one of the first things on this uh, replies is Jaffe, shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, David Jaffe knows where the bodies are buried. He probably knows a lot of secrets, like legitimately, but I don't yeah. know. This is this is weird. All right. Here's another weird news story. Um, I believe this was yesterday and then we got the updates today. So yesterday, Bloomberg reported that the 4K Nintendo Switch Pro was a real thing that was supposed to launch this year. Eleven game companies reportedly have 4K dev kits, but Nintendo delayed due to chip shortages now expected late 2022 at the earliest. Okay, that's conceivable. Sure. 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 I I feel like I feel like it's always been like. Bloomberg has this information. Bloomberg yep. has this information. This is like the twentieth time I feel now we've heard about the Switch Pro. For sure, like yep. yes, we're, there's so many rumors. It is wild that this thing is not being announced. Right when the OLED yeah. got announced, we were all super curious. Like, what is this? Um, in fact, uh, they even mentioned a few um, studios that had it, including like Zynga, yada yada. Nintendo has come out and said. Uh, or Nintendo has issued a statement to investors ca- calling reports that it is supplying tools to drive game development for a Nintendo Switch 4K are false. I mean, of course, Nintendo would say that. Yeah. Zynga has also come out and said, no, we don't have one of these dev kits. We can confirm that none of the developer kits Zynga has or is in receipt of our 4K developer kits. So everyone's denying the Bloomberg story. But again, Bloomberg typically wouldn't run with their news unless they felt pretty solid on it. This seems like Nintendo isn't ready to say anything, so they're denying it, and they're saying if you ever want to work with the biggest fucking game company again, you're going to also deny it right for now. Sure. I mean, for sure, of course. They want a yeah. whole marketing campaign. They want people to buy the OLED model. Yep. Um, anyways, just more weird stuff going on with the mysterious Switch Pro. Um, John, are you getting an OLED? Yeah, because mine's been acting a bit weird, so I think it's time to replace it. Nice. Cool. Mm, Makes sense. Um, Speaking of acting a bit weird, watch out Twitch, porn site, Chatterbait now lets models stream video games. (laughs) I guess watch out, John. They're coming for your lunch. Finally. (laughs) Um, Someone had to. I'm glad it's Chatterbait. Live sex campsite Chatterbait recently announced that its streaming platform will now support certain pre-approved video games and it's and is calling on developers to give their permission to add more to the list. Uh, it sounds like a lot of the games currently are just indie sex games, which I guess makes 
sense. Yeah, yeah, I don't really know how much else we need to talk about this news story, but uh, now there's your PSA. Cool. Um, and then on a more interesting news, Night School Studio, uh, known for games like Oxen Free, After Party, I, I like them quite a bit, have just been yeah. acquired by Netflix. I rem- I did read this this week. Yeah. What? So as we know, as we've talked about, Netflix wants to get into video games. And they the first studio they purchased has net is Night School Studio. I guess it thematically kind of makes sense. They're they're a very story heavy studio with their games. Um, yep. The games don't seem as complex as, you know, like a shooter or whatnot. So mm-hmm. it's probably a bit of an easier lift a much smaller studio. Um. But yeah, they have joined the Netflix team They're They've said that they are still working on Oxenfree 2. Um, but now they're going to be making stuff under Netflix. And obviously they have a blog post up where they're excited about it. Of course they would be. They wouldn't have sold to Netflix if they weren't. Um, I am very curious what this means for night school studio games. If, yeah. they, if if they'll make games for other platforms or if they'll be exclusive to Netflix, I guess Netflix would probably want them to be exclusive to them, right? I don't know. Uh, I mean, maybe, or at least they're going to get paid for it being on other stuff or publishing rights. So sure. Knows? They're probably going to get a ton of money out of this and they're going to get more eyeballs yeah. on their games than ever before. So good for night school for sure. studio. I, I hope some cool stuff. I hope like Netflix just kind of funds them to keep doing cool stuff because I like the games they make. I'm looking forward to Oxen Free too. Yeah. And then last little news story here. This is a short one uh, again about Netflix. Um, just kind of keeping track of what Netflix is doing in the game space. Uh, Netflix is launching a trio of members only casual games in Poland, Italy and Spain. I think this is the second time they've done uh, like a Europe launch for some games. These are all like equivalent of mobile games. Yeah. But uh, specifically, the games are Shooting Hoops, Teeter Up and Card Blast. Yes. uh, Within the Android app in those countries. So there are games already in some territories on Netflix. And that's going to do it for the news. Let's do some uh, some questions. If you'd like to send in some questions, uh, you can to topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. Paul, do you want to start us off? I do. We got some episode titles from VGC Kenny. All right, where are we? We're going all the way back in time to May 20th for the first one, so it's been a while. All right. This is going to be real hard. My face wasn't broken. <laughs> Didn't have double vision. Yeah, I, Getting in the headspace. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, title, The Non-Racist PewDiePie. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't have any idea, uh, dude. Uh, I feel like... Me or Paul said that. I have no idea about what. I think about who, because like at this point, Jack Black's channel has been out for a while, right? So it wouldn't be Jack Black's YouTube channel. 
Yeah, I don't know. Was it John? It had to be someone popular getting into streaming or, or YouTube videos. That's a good guess. Yeah, okay. Can't think of any like new streamers we would have talked about. AOC? Maybe. She was before this. She was that last was, yeah. year. Yeah, that was old. Yeah, you're right. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't either. Okay, the context is when asked what you do with a time travel power that only went back 10 years since this was 2011, Sean suggested getting ahead of the curve on what makes it big on YouTube with a caveat. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. All right. A week later, May 27th, the Chimchar Rise of the Apes is going to happen. Well, it's clearly no. Pokemon. Yeah, uh, I have no idea. That wasn't when they first announced, like, the Gen 4 remix, was it? I feel like those have been announced for a while. May feels like a different lifetime ago. I know. Because I could see us talking about Gen 4 starters at that point. I have no idea. I'm also trying to think, what, what was the week where I was in Utah? Because I thought it was maybe around there. So maybe I missed this one because this doesn't sound familiar to me at all. Yeah, me neither. Context is someone asked for your least favorite Pokemon. You looked up a list only to find that the list was no fun since it listed a bunch of fun Pokemon that might not be seen as cool. And since Nathan Nathan was there, it went into this. I was going to say that felt like a Nathan sentence. Yeah, I don't I don't think I was on this episode. What, What was the week again? The date? May 27th. Yeah, I think I missed this episode, especially if Nathan was there. Yep. Okay. Uh, June 4th. I will never let the world forget that. I think I was also uh, on, on my vacation. Oh, fuck. Then I have no idea. <laughs> Say that again. I, I will never let the world forget that. No idea. I don't know. Context. Days Gone appeared in the news. John reminded us of the studio that made it. Also made Bubsy 3D. Bubsy 3D. <laughs> I will never let the world forget that. I had... Oh, that explains it. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> June 10th. A UMD copy of the pilot of Lost. This was Sean. He That's bought Sean. this on his vacation. Yeah. Yeah. I was back. I found that in a pawn shop in a small town in Utah and... I I couldn't leave it there. <laughs> you had to go to yeah. a good home. Yeah. The context. Sean found and bought this on vacation. He could not. He couldn't not after seeing it. True. Okay. The week after was E3. Uh, the Gentleman's Gift was his episode title. Hmm. I don't know. Is it has, does it have anything to do with like teabagging, which I often refer to as the gentleman's handshake? I, I, <laughs> I could see that being the case. <clears throat> Some, sure, E3? I'll go with it. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know if he just put E3 here because that's the week or it's part of the title, but it says E3, the gentleman's gift. 
is it maybe something to do with like we were saying like hey it's you know it's like gamer christmas what did e3 give you it's a gift or something something like that i don't know oh okay i see where you're going hmm i think i said this though okay i i believe it because i don't remember this at all oh okay uh context was sean was hyping up e3 as gamer christmas so you were right and asked what paul found under the tree paul said socks and sean called that the title the gentleman's Mm. gift okay sure that's a hard context to get holy crap (laughs) it's a a few steps removed for sure yeah yeah that's a difficult one okay june 25th who ordered the pizza ball oh god oh yeah this i think i said that because we were doing, it was like an email question about something about like a pizza. Gross foods, wasn't it? It was like, it was like, it was like a pizza if it was a sphere and where the outside's the crust and the whole inner thing is the sauce. This was a calzone question. Something, You're right. Something about a calzone, but it's like a, a spherical calzone. And yeah, we like is a pizza ball a calzone or something. Yeah, there was something weird like that. I think you're right. Context. You got asked about comfort food. The topic turned to pizza, then calzones. Then then went into imagining a new pizza item, the pizza ball, and thinking it probably exists already. Okay. That would still be monstrous. Don't eat that. You need yeah. like a spoon? Ugh. Yeah. If you need a spoon for your pizza, you fucked up somewhere along the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, July 1st. Our Lord and Savior, Bidoof. I don't know. What does that not relate well, to? Clearly, just, Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's just life. Uh, the life of the dude. I don't know what this is. Oh, I know what this is. Actually, holy shit! Oh my god! It's because it's Canada Day, but the oh. actual thing was Bidoof Day. But it was also was Bidoof day. day. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Way to go. Con- context. Bidoof Day podcast. All hail Bidoof. <laughs> <laughs> you said that was July 6th? No, uh, July 1st. Oh, okay. I heard 6th. I was like, that's nowhere near Canada Day. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, and the final one for now, uh, I think he's still catching up, is July 8th. I'm pretty sure it wasn't heroin. That was probably talking about COVID shots. Yeah, that would have been probably. around the time I got mine. Yeah, so that's right. Probably. This will also be like Con- this will be like the last episode before I got injured. Although I think we may have recorded an episode right before I got injured, so I didn't uh, like so the day be before. Yeah. This. Yeah. Uh, context. John had a very adverse reaction to a second COVID shot to the point where Sean asked if he even got it. This is how John responded. All right. All right. Thank you again for sending those in. Sukusuku writes, well, it's the end of the internet. In 48 hours, the internet will become fried beyond usage due to a coronal mass ejection. That's a big release of plasma that causes huge problems with electronics. I'll give you three scenarios. In each of these, what will you do? In the first one, the internet will come back within a week. Let's answer that. Go for a walk. 
go yeah, like, do some literally know. anything else. I'd probably go on vacation, like because my job would shut down. Yeah. So they'd probably. I would. I'm assuming my job would just give me like paid PTO. That's my guess. Which I well that that would be paid paid time off. So they would probably just give me free PTO. Sure. In the second, it will take anywhere from six months to a year. Uh, I'm in trouble because that's my job gone at that point. I, I have to find a job that doesn't use like world communication. Then, yeah, I guess I have to find a job that isn't just internet focused. Yeah, you know, do you guys have any ideas like what you would try first, or what would even be feasible? No, I would. I have yeah, no idea. I'd try radio first if I could, but otherwise, it's probably going back to retail. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I doubt my job would help for very long. Um, that's hard. I six months to a year because like I can't be here without a <laughs> visa. So I'd have to. Yeah, I, so I'd you be, would you would probably be coming back here then. Well, I'd be looking into kind of a fine print of like, am I still considered employed? Because if so, mm. I'm fine. Yeah, but I couldn't get a new job here. Right. Unless I got a visa. Which would be really hard to do without the internet. Yeah. Even like getting home would be difficult because I can't get my ticket online. I'd have to go to the airport and like buy a ticket. Who does that? Like I've never done that in my life. Well, gone to the airport and bought a ticket. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that before. I've unfortunately had to do that Only like once or twice, but yeah. I think the closest I've done is like if a flight got canceled, I had to talk to someone about getting like replacement sure. tickets. But I've never been like, well, we're going to go there and see what they got. <laughs> sure. Yeah. In the last, there is no more Internet. Society has gone back centuries in progress. Well, then it's still kind of the same answer as the for a year. I got to go get a job. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? You become a farmer? Well, are, are we just losing all electronics in general at that point? Because I feel like yeah, if huge no one's remaking the internet, elect- then just electronics are gone. Electronics are are gone. Well, it's well. They said the internet became fried, but then they said there's huge problems with electronics. Yeah. For so some I, reason, I guess it's, I'm getting a trade. Yeah, it's a lot less like scary for me for some reason, and knowing that it's gone for everyone forever. Because it's like okay, we're all starting back at ground one. Let's uh. Let's go work on cars or something. <laughs> you know, in all these scenarios, though, we're painting a very like positive photo. I do feel like some of this would lead to an apocalypse and we would be in no, like a oh, walking dead oh, yeah. scenario of like, oh, yeah, you don't need to worry about finding a job because you're killing or being killed. Well, that's the thing is that if you want the real answer is what happens when it's gone for like six months, you go get a gun and you like you get ready for trouble. Like is the it, problem after like if the Internet dropped, I would say how long do you think it would take before your local Costco got looted? Like a week, maybe like no you think it would take all. a week for people to be like, screw this. Dude, I am looting yeah. now. No time at all. How many people wouldn't be able to get money out of banks or whatever? Like banks would start getting robbed. People saying, give me my fucking money back or whatever. And yeah, like when they that doesn't work and the cops take everybody out for that are trying to rob banks they're just going to go rob the stores for what they need like it's not going to take long this yeah. is a legitimately scary thing that i didn't want to talk seriously about <laughs> yeah i know it's uh watching why the last man this is pretty much exactly what happens so 
Yeah. Uh, John, do you want to read this next one from Decoy Troy? Oh, okay. I guess we're going to that order. Decoy Troy writes in and says, when you play through a Pacross game, do you go through all the normal puzzles, then the mega puzzles, then the specials? Or do you do a certain amount of puzzles of each and rotate through them all? Or is it just what you feel like doing that day? I do one row of normal, then one row of mega, etc. Uh, usually I do color first, actually, because I like the color across, and there's usually like 30 of those, and then I'll go into regular, and then I might every now and then pop in to do a a quick mega if I'm in the longer, harder, regular ones. But yeah, usually I'll go like color, regular, mega, and then if whatever the, the, and as I'm doing regular, it keeps unlocking the, uh, clip across or whatever they're called the super big ones so i'll just yeah. keep doing those as well alongside and then yeah mega will be last mega's always last unless they have those gigantic 40 by 40s then that's last dude what type of psycho only like starts a one of those giant mosaic ones and doesn't finish it though yeah <laughs> that's unfortunate when you're just like okay i'm gonna do clip across this is going to be my whole night because <laughs> i need to make sure this is done <laughs> And that's it. What else about it? What about you guys? Because Paul, actually, Sean, same. you don't even play across that much. What about you, Sean? Same or Paul? Same thing. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So next question is yours, then by Lineback. Yeah, Lineback writes: uh, When do you think dislike of a media can go too far? Have you ever found yourself or a friend of yours in that spot or close to it? Uh, if so, what would you do to ensure it isn't taken too far? Uh, I think if you start harassing people, you've gone too far. Yeah. yeah. Just period. Yeah. I think like there like if there's a line between like, hey, you can like shit talk the dev or whatever to me, you know, in our friend group, maybe in our like yep. discord ch- channel yep. with our friends. But like going public with it, I think that's like what what are you doing now, man? The, even then, there is a line you can like disagree with devs and say like that you don't like certain things. It's I think it's when you start getting personal with it, you've gone too far. That's when. Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, no, it was definitely too. like. I I would even just say like, don't shit talk someone in public. That's just rude. Sure. <laughs> just bad manners. Yeah. I don't think I've had a friend. I don't think I've had to like actually like say to someone like you're making me uncomfortable with your dislike of this movie. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean. With TVP, who knows? We might get there. Hmm. Any thoughts, John? Not really. I think Paul pretty much said everything. Like, if you're attacking people about it, you've gone too far. And if it's gotten to a point where if anyone says anything bad about the piece of media that you cannot function properly because of that, you've gone too far. That's true, yeah. Like, if your reaction is that... I feel like if your reaction is that negative... You need to take a look in the mirror and and really have a conversation with yourself. Uh, Dedensky writes, inspired by my friend Peppa Pig coming out to all major consoles next month. I guess that's just a PSA for everyone. Have you ever enjoyed a TV show tie in video game? Oh. I think it's hilarious that Lost got a video game. Um, yeah it yeah and it's like a photo 
mode game for the most oh, part. But what's one crazy? Those I spy ones. No, no, no. But it, it is also like canonically in it because you play these characters that are in like the backgrounds and whatnot, and like you get to you go you go to areas that they didn't go to in the show for like multiple seasons you got there like right away on the crash and stuff so there is it's it's kind of point and click adventure-esque but there's like a camera mode in it it's it is so weird to think that that got a game that's a bad game but i love that that exists hmm oh wheel of fortune that's actually a really good answer uh, good and answer the, good the south answer. park games are also a good answer stick of truth and fractured but whole that's true yep that's true simpsons hit and run is definitely I could have sworn good. there was an Adventure Time game I liked, but I don't remember which now. Uh, okay. Hey, Ice King, why'd you steal our garbage? That was basically Zelda 2. That's it. Yep. <laughs> That's usually considered the better one because Way Forward, that was like the first one Way Forward did. Gotcha. Uh, at the, oh, That's not a TV show. I was going to say the Scott Pilgrim game at the time. That was great. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know there's definitely some other TV show tie-in. Like, I like the Thunderbirds NES game, I guess. I'm trying to think of something else. Oh, Nickelodeon Car Home Racers Improvement is bad. Oh, I, I like that Home Improvement game, man. It, it's stupid and brutal, but I like it. It just doesn't control well is the problem. If they tighten that up, it would actually be okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess think it's Ninja hard, Turtles though, also would like, count. The the show yep. has to be pretty huge, and then it also has to be like given an actual budget, which that those two things like never happen. Oh, I love the Bucky O'Hare game because it's Mega Man. Oh yeah, that was good too. That's a great game. P- people do like that SpongeBob game that we did a TDP plus on. Oh, Battle for Bikini Bottom. Yeah, it was. Okay, I was the one that didn't hate it out of the three of us, so it was okay. I think you submitted Darkwing it, right? Duck had a good game. Oh, DuckTales has a good game. Yeah, there's... Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Tailspin. Really, it's Capcom getting all it's them Disney Capcom. properties. Yeah. Capcom and Konami. Yup. Uh, Onimetsu says, What game from a series you really love is terrible? For example, I love Resident Evil, but Resident Evil Zero is atrocious to me. Six... Resident Evil 6. Resident Evil 0 is also atrocious to me. I can't agree more. Uh, 6 is so bad. <laughs> yeah. That series, I love that series, but fuck, does it test my patience? Yaiba Ninja Gaiden Z. Not a fan of that one. I don't like that one. That's true. Series you love is terrible. I mean, there's a bunch of Mario games I don't like, even though there's quite a few that I really do. Um, the Professor Layton one. games I love. The most recent one, um, the Mystery Journey, Catriel. I Catriel's thing, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I I thought that was extremely subpar. Uh, Phantom Aegis. Hello, TDP crew. By the time this is read, the N64 in North America would pass 25 years. What are some fond memories you had with the console? Playing it with friends after high school or on Friday nights. Yep. That's Junior high and high school, we would just get together and play that. Yep. Yeah, that I was got, my yeah. 
that was my first like new console that I got as opposed to like going to a pawn shop and buying like because my first actual console was like a Sega Genesis. But that was like it was my birthday and my mom brought that out and it was like, whoa. And I got that with bundled with Ocarina of Time. So that was fantastic. And then, yeah, yeah, a lot of like going to my friend's place in their basement for hours playing Smash Bros, Pokemon Stadium 2, Conker's Bad Fur Day. Yeah, I remember specifically one night just uh, it was just me and a buddy because like our other friend groups weren't available or whatever. So we just played Perfect Dark with bots like all night. And that, nice. for some reason, that was just extraordinarily fun. Just everybody trying to gain up on like the completely unfair bot. And it was such a good time. I remember I actually didn't get my N64 until uh, my computer broke. Because I was actually, instead of getting an N64, I said, Mom, I want a graphics card for my computer. So Mom got me like a, like a Voodoo 3. And I was excited nice. to get, get into PC gaming, like really hardcore. And yeah. then every time I played a game, the computer crashed. Turns out, at the time, I didn't realize it. Uh, we didn't have a power supply that supported the graphics card, but we didn't figure it out at the time. Sure. So uh, instead, we returned it, and Mom and Dad let me buy an N64 instead with, it, with the money. So that's how I got an N64. It was the Donkey Kong 64 model, the green one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have that one, and I have a black one. I have two for some for some reason. I have more than any sane person should have of N64. <laughs> I don't know how I ended up with two. Anyway. I think it's Paul. I just read that one. No, it's uh, you, Sean. Okay. Are you sure? I thought John read that one. Anyway. Phantom Aegis. Nope, that's the one you just read. Sorry, not you are both yeah. correct. I VGC read Onimetsu's. <laughs> yeah, that's there what I was. Go, there I was, you go. I was like one question behind. VGC Kenny writes: uh, Between there being a lot of games, the still ongoing pandemic, and various situations some companies find themselves in, do you think that for one year developers and publishers should stop releasing video games? People could get caught up, and the companies can work on getting their houses in order. I don't think it would do anything for the pandemic, but if it did, it might be beneficial. I would nope. love that to be the case as a collector and someone who wants to get caught up on games. That would absolutely fuck over thousands of people. Yeah, like, they would not be able to pay these people to not be making stuff. Like, they need big-budget games to be coming out every quarter, yada, yada, yada. Yep. yep. It's the yep. equivalent of asking Hollywood not to make any more movies for a year. Like, just people just lose their jobs. Yep. Companies get That's shuttered because they're not making any money. So, yeah, no, it's not physically possible. You, we just got to start figuring out how to play two games at once, guys. Already on it. There you go. <laughs> got two hands, like two controllers. Uh, all right. Arctic Scarab writes in and says there are a lot of discussions about games that have aged poorly, dropped in appreciation. Excuse me, and eight games that have aged well, keeping their appreciation. What are some games that have gained in value? Games that were super underrated or reviewed poorly back then, but are much more revered nowadays. For this, please disregard games that have been updated or changed. Mostly looking for games that are the same as they were back then, just didn't get their fair share. Uh, God Hand got slammed pretty hard in reviews when it first came out, but that's kind of like a cult classic now. 
Godhand was my answer for this as well. Yeah. For sure. Psychonauts 1 was well-received, but I feel like it kind of still only had a cult classic. The fact that it's got a sequel now has definitely pushed it higher in people's regards. Sure. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. There's, like, obviously those, like, small, like, hidden gems on systems you might never have heard about before. Um, usually those got boosted by because of, like, the virtual console and stuff like that, like Vice Project Doom, a bunch of NES games I like. Um... Trying to think of what else, really. Yeah, nothing's coming to mind for me. Yeah. Do you think Sunshine has gained popularity or lost popularity? I think Sunshine's got on this weird ebb and flow it goes where like people like really like it, then they really hate it, then they really like it, and they go back and forth on it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Rasterman. What is the most surreal piece of fiction you have consumed in recent memory? Prisoners of the Ghostland. It's it's probably Prisoners of the Ghostland. Yeah. Uh, I'm watching Farscape now with Reese. That's pretty. It's pretty trippy. Okay. Yeah, that'll okay. do it. Uh, Rinku writes, "What's a game where the devs screwed over its community?" And have you ever been part of one? What was that game that you were playing, Paul, where the sequel came out like a year after the first and like it, everyone got pissed about it? Oh, I almost Not- feel like that's a like set up to a joke, but no. <laughs> I can't think of that either. But yeah, I'm trying to remember. Not Killing Floor, but it's like it was something like that. It was a shooter. I remember you talking about how the sequel just wasn't. Like it was missing features and the servers went down because people kept playing the first one instead. Oh my god. That sounds That sounds like something. I do remember there was one called The War Z uh long long time ago that was trying to like kind of kind of uh ape on the popularity of what Daisy was doing. It was like a first person survival e type game and uh they straight up ran a scam, didn't finish the game, took the money and delisted it and changed the name of the game to a different name to resell it to new idiots. <laughs> so that was a thing. Oh, The Calling! <laughs> yes! That's That's it. the that's game, the, the Calling. That's the one. <gasps> yeah, uh, I refunded that game after the first day, so I didn't really get wrapped up in it. I got my money back right away. I also realized looking, trying to figure out what the culling was, uh, I found a game that we should have mentioned earlier that uh, has gotten better publicity and better response since when it came out. No Man's, no Sky. Man's Sky. Yep. Yep. Well, no, no, because that they said that has, wasn't changed. So that's why we can't say No Man's Sky. Oh. We can't say Siege. Yeah. Because I thought of a No Man's Sky. You're right. Oh, yeah. Game. Pursuit Guns either been updated or changed. Yeah. That's true. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, the only thing I can think of is I know Apex has had some microtransaction shenanigans go through a couple seasons back and the fan base got pretty upset and they kind of changed course and put it back to what the old kind of progression system was. Um, that's pretty minor, though. I, yeah, I wouldn't say they screwed over the community, but they implemented a change that made them unhappy. It's honestly pretty hard to find 
devs that screw over the community these days. Uh, I mean, you're always going to have players that get pissy and say that they were screwed over, but that's yeah. just them being angry about not liking a way a dev took a thing. But I kind of define this as like the dev really like took somebody's money and ran, like maybe just didn't deliver on a product or stopped updating it or something like that. Was it Star Commander? Is that the game that everyone like? It's been in like Star Citizen. I think. Yeah, that's the one. Star Citizen. That's. I mean, that's still going. But yeah, people are getting pretty close to saying that might be a scam. Well, I don't know. I mean, people are spending money. They're getting their ships. There's there's definitely a game yeah. there. Like you can yeah you, do, you can play that thing. Isn't Mark Hamill like doing mocap and voicing a character in that game? No idea. I believe he is. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for questions this week. If you would like to send in a question for next week, it's top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. What's your game of the week? Super Metroid. Uh, I'll give it to Kana. And I'll give it to Tales of Arise again. Um, and again, so some things to keep an eye out for for October. Our TDP Plus game is Cookie Clicker. Yeah. So we're going to play through that and uh, talk about it at the end of the month. And as a Fuck reminder, yeah. stay tuned if you're a Patreon subscriber for TDP, uh, which our first episode will be going up early next week. Um, and then... And then we'll have a Venom episode, Venom 2 episode, the week after, and then every two weeks after that. Um, and you can still get in on it, obviously. You just need to become a $2 patron. Um, and we encourage that. Yeah, we have a lot of fun plans coming. Um, but otherwise, we'll be back here next week with a regular episode. So we'll see you. Bye, everybody. Bye.